Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Six. Who, from their black scalpularies and black veils over their white garments, appeared to be professed nuns in the order of Mount Carmel. And as many whose veils, being white, argued them to be novices, or occasional inhabitants in the cloister, who were not as yet bound to it by vows. The former held in their hands large rosaries, while the younger and lighter figures who followed carried each a chaplet of red and white roses. They moved in procession around the chapel, without appearing to take the slightest notice of Kenneth, although passing so near him that their robes almost touched him, while they continued to sing. The knight doubted not that he was in one of those cloisters where the noble Christian maidens had formerly openly devoted themselves to the services of the church. Most of them had been suppressed. Since the Mohammedans had reconquered Palestine, but many, purchasing connivance by presence, or receiving it from the clemency or contempt of the victors, still continued to observe in private the ritual to which their vows had consecrated them. Yet, though Kenneth knew this to be the case, the solemnity of the place and hour, the surprise at the sudden appearance of these votaresses, and the visionary manner in which they moved past him, had such influence on his imagination, that he could scarce conceive that the fair procession which he beheld was formed of creatures of this world. So much did they resemble a choir of supernatural beings, rendering homage to the universal object of adoration. Such was the knight's first idea as the procession passed him, scarce moving, save just sufficiently to continue their progress, so that, seen by the shadowy and religious light which the lamp shed through the clouds of incense which darkened the apartment, they appeared rather to glide than to walk. But as a second time, in surrounding the chapel, they passed the spot on which he kneeled. One of the white-stoled maidens, as she glided by him, detached from the chaplet which she covered a rosebud, which she dropped from her fingers, perhaps unconsciously, on the foot of Sir Kenneth. The knight started as if a dart had suddenly struck his person, for, when the mind is wound up to a high pitch of feeling and expectation, the slightest incident, if unexpected, gives fire to the train which imagination has already laid. But he suppressed his emotion, recollecting how easily an incident so indifferent might have happened, and that it was only the uniform monotony of the movement of the choristers, 
which made the incident in the slightest degree remarkable. Still, while the procession, for the third time, surrounded the chapel, the thoughts and the eyes of Kenneth followed exclusively the one among the novices who had dropped the rosebud. Her step, her face, her form, were so completely assimilated to the rest of the choristers, that it was impossible to perceive the least marks of individuality. And yet Kenneth's heart throbbed like a bird that would burst from its cage, as if to assure him, by its sympathetic suggestions, that the female who held the right file on the second rank of the novices was dearer to him, not only than all the rest that were present, but than the whole sex besides. The romantic passion of love, as it was cherished, and indeed enjoined, by the rules of chivalry, associated well with the no less romantic feelings of devotion, and they might be said much more to enhance than to counteract each other. It was, therefore, with a glow of expectation that had something even of a religious character, that Sir Kenneth, his sensations thrilling from his heart to the ends of his fingers, expected some second sign of the presence of one who, he strongly fancied, had already bestowed on him the first. Short as the space was during which the procession again completed a third preambulation of the chapel, it seemed an eternity to Kenneth. At length, the form which he had watched with such devoted attention drew nigh. There was no difference betwixt that shrouded figure and the others, with whom it moved in concert and in unison, until, just as she passed for the third time the kneeling crusader, a part of a little and well-proportioned hand, so beautifully formed, as to give the highest idea of the perfect proportions of the form to which it belonged, stole through the folds of the gauze, like a moonbeam, through the fleecy cloud of a summer night. And again a rosebud lay at the feet of the knight of the leopard. This second intimation could not be accidental. It could not be fortuitous. The resemblance of that half-seen but beautiful female hand, with one which his lips had once touched, and while they touched it, had internally sworn allegiance to the lovely owner. Had further proof been wanting, there was the glimmer of that matchless ruby ring on that snow-white finger, whose invaluable worth Kenneth would yet have prized less than the slightest sign which that finger could have made. And, veiled too as she was, he might see, by chance or by favour, a stray curl of that dark tresses, each hair of which was dearer to him a hundred times than a chain of massive gold. It was the lady of his love, but that she should be here, in the savage and sequestered desert, among vestials who rendered themselves habitants of wilds and of caverns, that they might perform in secret those Christian rites which they dared not assist in openly, that this should be so, in truth and in reality, seemed too incredible. It must be a dream, a delusive trance of the imagination. While these thoughts passed through the mind of Kenneth, the same passage, by which the procession had entered the chapel, received them on their return. The young sacristans, the sable nuns, vanished successively through the open door. At length, 
she from whom he had received this double intimation passed also yet in passing turned her head slightly indeed but perceptibly towards the place where he remained fixed as an image he marked the last wave of her veil it was gone and a darkness sunk upon his soul scarce less palpable than that which almost immediately enveloped his external sense for the last chorister had no sooner crossed the threshold of the door than it shut with a loud sound and at the same instant the voices of the choir were silent the lights of the chapel were at once extinguished and sir kenneth remained solitary and in total darkness but to kenneth solitude and darkness and the uncertainty of his mysterious situation were as nothing he thought not of them cared not for them cared for naught in the world save the fitting vision which had just glided past him and the tokens of her favour which she had bestowed to grope on the floor for the buds which she had dropped to press them to his lips to his bosom now alternately now together to rivet his lips to the cold stones on which as near as he could judge she had so lately stepped to play all the extravagances which strong affection suggests and vindicates to those who yield themselves up to it were but the tokens of passionate love common to all ages but it was peculiar to the times of chivalry that in his wildest rapture the knight imagined of no attempt to follow or to trace the object of such romantic attachment that he thought of her as a deity who having deigned to show herself for an instant to her devoted worshipper had again returned to the darkness of her sanctuary or as an influential planet which having darted in some auspicious minute one favorable ray wrapped itself again in its veil of mist hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.